and you'll learn this in life, is that once you believe you know something, the more knowledge you get, which mm -hmm. is goes back to Storm, always seek knowledge, the more knowledge you get, the, you'll realize that you're, you're running down a rabbit hole of m more knowledge. Mm. And so the information that you're, you're learning might be surface level. And when you go deep into that knowledge, you'll get more. When you go deep into that knowledge, you'll get more. Yeah. And so learning is one of those things that you'll never, like you never stop doing. The right. moment that you stop learning, the moment that you feel like you know it all, you know what I'm saying? The, mo the moment that, that, that you stop learning, the moment that you realize, like, yo, I know it all, and like, I, you know, I don't need, uh, you know, more information, is the moment that you die, literally, wow. right? Welcome to the Path to Prosperity podcast, where we help you make, manage, and multiply money. I am Ash Cash, the financial motivator. I'm here with Storm Leroy, the employed millionaire, and hey. Marvin Mitchell, Mr. Become Your Own Bank. We are in the building for another episode. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's so what are we talking about today? We talk, Look, we're talking about um, collaboration over competition, yeah. but it... it Honestly, not even collaboration over competition, just collaboration, mm. period. Yes. Right? Because um, I think that there's an African proverb that says if you want to go fast, you go alone. Yep. If you want to go far, you go together. Um, and I think that specifically in our community, uh, we don't understand that. Why is that? We well, start as there. you tell me, why? I want to know from you. Yeah. Because I believe that you, 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 you will master their collaboration. 100%. So tell me... Why is collaboration, first off, why is it so important to you? Uh, man, so collaboration is important to me because I understand, I know me. I know what I'm good at, and I, and I understand me so much that I know what I'm not good at. Mm. And I understand that I can spend time, because I'm a, I'm a master manifest, I'm a master in understanding energy, law of attraction, yeah. and I know that if I'm good at this thing and I only focus on that thing, I'm I'm going to get more of whatever I'm focusing on. Yeah. And if, if I feel good about, about uh, me and myself and I'm not looking at my weaknesses, I also continue to attract more abundance in my life. And so if I have, let's say, let's say I'm not the most um, organized person and I, I'm beating myself up because, oh, I'm, I'm not organized. Oh, I can't do this, blah, blah. So now I'm focusing on all the stuff that I can't do. Right. And because I'm focused on all, all the things that I can't do, I'm not going to – I feel bad now, and now I'm, I'm going to attract more bad, bad things to my life. But if I just say, you know what, I'm going to hire an assistant, and that assistant is super-duper mm. organized, mm. and they're going to organize me, and, and I don't even never, – I never have to worry about organization ever, yeah. which means what? Ultimately, it means I never have to worry about my downfall. I never have to put myself in a position where I'm thinking I'm less than because mm -hmm. all, all I do is win. All I do is focus on what I'm good at constantly over and over and over again, which makes me get better and better at what I'm good at. And then now I partner with my weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't have what Storm have. I don't have what Marvin have. And I'm cool, though. Yeah. I, and I, and I, think that's, I think that's the biggest thing. I think, I think people don't know how to collaborate yeah. because they want to be all things. They want to be the man. Like, I'm, I promise you. I'm comfortable with with what I'm what I'm comfortable with, and then I and then I and then I, I partner up with people who are stronger at the other yeah. uh, at the uh, these but, other things. So you think it's, it's really 
Do you think that it's more so know-how, or do you think that it's more so ego and pride? That oh, ego and pride, one hundred percent. More than even know-how. So, yo, let me so, let me let me tell you. So, look, look, I think look. the know-how could be a detriment. Yeah, to, to a okay. lot of people. Let's 100%. talk about that. Yeah, Let's like the know-how that. will really get you into a space of thinking you're the go-to. Yeah, and you'll think there's nothing above you. Like the limitations of what you know is based on the limitations mm. of what you know. Yeah, you don't mm. know what you don't know. That's a fact. Yeah. So until you expand that conversation mm. in a room with people, I got you, who do the same thing, and now you start hearing different nuances, different yeah. ways they've done this and did that. Then you go. Wow, I never realized that there was more to it. But you know what the problem also comes from being in, in, in our community, which I like to touch more on that because I only can speak about what I know. Yep. We really haven't been privy to a lot of information. Yep. So when a lot of us get information, we kind of feel this power thing that I'm better than the next person right. because I gained this information that haven't been privileged information mm. to us. And then coming from the era of the 90s, we know what that was, like the era of the, the crack and everything and people out getting money in the streets. Yep. The conversation was, Yo, I'm not telling nobody where I'm getting yeah. money from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm not telling nobody how I did this. I'm not. See, we had this thing where we want you to see the shine. And then I'm not going to tell you about the shine, but the biggest problem about that is our ego wouldn't even allow us to ask you, how did you get the shine? Mm. Well, let's go back to what you just said, like, because I think it leads into ego. But you talk about you talked about know how and how and how know how can be a detriment mm -hmm. to you. And, 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 and I want you to expand on it because like one of one examples, an example for me is like an advisor comes in they don't know nothing right? right because they don't know nothing um all they know is the system that, that that's in front of them a lot of times they come in and they have some super early success mm -hmm. and they come out well, they closing people. people out yeah, yeah. out the gates yeah. and it was like you don't even but they they and, and what they think uh think instead of them thinking i didn't know much so i didn't attempt to show that i know much then they immediately start to think if i'm doing this good now wait until i know more mm. right and then they begin to know more, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they struggle, cause cause their ego, right? So, and so, so but, yeah. but 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 real quick though, like you know when you when you when you think about that, right? What is what is the characteristic of the of the advisor or anybody that comes in that doesn't know? They have a humbleness to themselves, right? right? Because they don't know, so they so they say they come in, they say Marvin, teach me, yeah, right, teach me about this. Yeah. Yo, Storm, I don't know about out-of-state real estate. Teach me about this. Mm. So they have this humbleness. They have this openness, and they will listen to whatever you say, right? But what happens? As they start getting some success, yeah. success starts to feed the ego. Right. And so now the ego starts saying, wow, I'm doing this, and I did this so quickly. And now the ego starts to compare. Word. Yo, Marvin, Marvin's a Hall of Famer. He's been mm. doing this in thir for 13 years, and I did it in one year. Yep. I did it in 10 months. So I'm smarter than Marvin. Yeah. So imagine if I if, if I could do this, and now, now it's the comparison, right? Yep. Comparison yep. is a thief of been joy. There. So yep. now it's like, yo, if, if I could do this in one month, and Mar it took Marvin 13 years, then I'm better than Marvin. Yep. And then now mm -hmm. my ego starts to come into play, and then now I think I know it all. Yep. And then now so, I'm implementing from an ego perspective, and then now now I'm realizing, so, nah, it was I'm not that good. 
So, you so no, that's perfect what you just said, man. Like, definitely, I've I've one hundred percent experienced that. I'm gonna talk about it, but I, I gotta, I got, I, I gotta ask Storm a question really quick because we're talking about how knowledge, right? Yeah. How how more and more knowledge could actually hurt you because you think you know more, but Storm's 100%. line is always yeah. seek knowledge. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, like, which one is it? Why should now, a person yo, continue what, what, to what, always... What Erica Badu said? Yeah. The man that knows something knows that he knows nothing yeah. at all. That's good. No, yeah. that's, that, doom, that, that's it. Doom, that's the point. Doom, <laughs> but, doom, 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 but, but talk doom, about... Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> Look, I ain't dancing around, y'all. But, <laughs> but yeah, what is... because you from St. Louis, so you ain't got no rhythm. <laughs> what is knowledge, though? If you always yeah. seek knowledge, and people think knowledge is what you learn in a book, yeah. what is knowledge really? Knowledge is it really... Knowledge is infinite. Mm. Knowledge is just knowing more than what you knew yesterday is knowledge. Yeah. Like anytime you feel you can put a cap on knowing, really you setting yourself up for failure. Like yeah. one mm. thing I've always loved to do from a child was seek information from people. Like I love when I would hear things going on, a conversation about this, about that. Something that intrigued me would lead me to a point to go now seek out that information because now I want to become more adept in that conversation. Mm -hmm. yeah. And now when I'm having that conversation, I might speak to somebody else and now they got a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And now I go seek it. The problem is when we start having these conversations about things with people and you give them something tangible that they go, oh, I didn't know that. They don't mm. go seek more about what you right. just enlighten them with. They go, oh, that was dope. I, I move back on. Yeah. This is why a lot of us, unfortunately, don't become great investors. Yeah. Because if some if you're telling somebody, yo, I got these three stocks that I be spending money on and I'm getting money, and you're like, oh, word, those are dope. But now, let me tell you about how I get money in stocks. Like, instead of you saying to yourself, you know what? Let me look into investigate what they yeah. stocks or houses or this market. You can't wait to tell them what you did to right. make money. Right. And so you're not absorbing that. And the key thing is the word but. Mm. I, I want to make an emphasis on this. Anytime I'm having a conversation with somebody and they say to me, oh, I want to ask you a question and I want to get some information. And I start giving them all this tons of valuable information. And when I'm done, they say, yeah, that's dope. But mm. see, but is the delete button for the brain. Mm -hmm. You literally just deleted everything I said to you because now you want to tell me why what you're about to tell me is better than what I just told you, mm. even though you came to me for knowledge. Ego, so as yeah. soon as you finish oh, giving me that information, ego. I'm going to immediately go, yo, that sound dope. God bless you. Right. Mm. And y'all know when I say God bless you, you that did. means I'm done. You did. I want your family. You did. can't educate so, nobody who immediately comes the ground. with the butt. <laughs> so, yeah. so going back to what you said, Ash, about like I wanted to get back to the Erica Badu song. Yeah, yeah. The, the, man, the, man, the, the man, man that knows something knows that knows he knows nothing, nothing at all. At all. Like, like expand on that. What does she mean when she says it? It's, it's just that, and 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 you'll learn this in life, is that once you believe you know something, the more knowledge you get, which mm -hmm. is goes back to Storm, always seek knowledge. The more knowledge you get, the, you'll realize that you're you're running down a rabbit hole of more knowledge, mm. and so the information that you're you're learning might be surface level. And when you go deep into that knowledge, you'll get more. When you go deep into that knowledge, you get more. Yeah. And so learning is one of those things that you'll never like. You never stop doing. The right. moment that you stop learning, the moment that you feel like you know it all, you know what I'm saying? The mo the moment that that, that you stop learning. The moment that you realize, like, yo, I know it all, and like, I, you know, I don't need 
uh, you know, more information is the moment that you die, literally, wow. right? Because that's the moment that you feel um, that you're that that you're greater, right? Because here's the deal, you know, ego. You know, rest in peace, Wayne Dyer. Wayne Dyer says ego means edging God out, wow. right? Yeah. And if you believe that, you know, whatever, you know, this is not even religious, this is spiritual. If you believe that you're made in the image and likeness of a higher power, right, mm -hmm. your higher power, then you understand that everything around you is a mirror, yeah. right? Meaning that everybody, no man is your friend, no man is your enemy, every, per every person is your teacher, right? So everybody around you has come to teach you something. Mm. And, and, and that is just God's will. That's just how it, it works. And so if you're at a space where you feel like you know it all, then you literally are edging God out. You're saying, mm. all right, God said, look, you know, I'm, br I'm bringing a cameraman to teach me something, but I'm saying, chill, nah, God, I know it all. I don't need, yeah. I, you know what I'm trying mm, to say? Yeah. And so that's, you know, what gets in the way of yeah. people um, getting to the next level because they believe that their knowledge is infinite. They believe their experience is infinite. Like, you know, like like I like I I ran a credit union, right? Like I like I've literally did a <laughs> millions of I'm talking about millions of dollars in PLs, right? So I know finance like the like I know finance very, very well. I know how to manage millions of dollars of money uh you know at, at working for somebody. I also know how to do it as an entrepreneur, but I'm still a student though. Like I don't, I don't go in into any rooms like, oh no, nah, I know, I know all yeah. about mergers and acquisitions, and yeah. I know about syndication deals, or I know about not nah, because I ain't never did those before. And so knowledge would tell me though, yo, bro, you was a CEO of a credit mm. union. So how, so look, so I, so how how difficult you've managed millions of dollars, but how difficult is it to do a syndication deal, right? But the truth is that I've never done it. And so, regard. I may I may have knowledge that's similar. Yeah. But I but if I go into something brand new, I'm I'm a student of it. Yeah. And I'm here to to learn. And I'm I'm here to to apply some of the knowledge that I've had already right. into something new. But I don't go into any um you know venture or anything with the mindset that I know it all. Like I'm always a student, right? right? Okay. Like 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 even like podcasting, right? Fast shout out to my brothers at EYL. Like I did radio four years. But as I watch them, I say, yo, these guys know something about podcasting that I do not know. So mm -hmm. I could have easily been like ego to, oh, you know what? I know it all. Right. Who are these guys? These guys started in their in their living room. Like I like I like I was I was part of their their first run. Like I remember where they only had iPhones. So I'd be like, yo, I did radio. I had a whole, you know, I've been on, on TV already. So who who am I to listen to these guys? But nah, I see that they got knowledge that I don't have. And so what I do is I fall back mm. and I become that student. And so now, and, and guess what happens though? Me as a student, now what it took them to do two, in two years, I do it in a year. Mm -hmm. Why? Not, I'm not better than them. It's because I was a student of theirs. Yep. And I and I listen to what they know yeah. and I apply it, right? And so I'm always in inquisitive. Fast shout out to our guy Corey. Like he he's at a different level from a podcast perspective and 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 touring and doing events and things of that nature. So I'm a student, right? Mm -hmm. I'm a student. I'm like, like, like when, when he come in the room and he talk, I'm like, y'all know I can talk, but I'm listening. And right. I'm asking questions. I take yeah. advantage of that, right? Because you always got to be a student because if you're always a student, you're always learning. And if you're always a learning, that's when you start to uh, begin to apply. Yeah. And that's how you get to the next level. That's how you get into, into rooms. Also, too, here's the other thing, though, because I want to talk about mm -hmm. this. I don't want us to miss this, is 
I also want to talk about like getting in the rooms, right? Because this also is one of the barriers to collaboration where we start to collaborate with people. Um, and then when we collaborate, that collaboration gives us access, right? Yeah. And then now we get into rooms, like, and then we don't necessarily know how to um, manage those rooms, right? Like, we don't know how to, um, you know, maybe, maybe you know, I, I wouldn't say play opposition, but we don't know how to maneuver, maneuver yeah. in those rooms, yeah, right? Because we think yeah. we know it all, right? right? So we we think we know, like, yo, yo, I know that if you know like like yo i know if jay z knew i existed yo he would he would he would know that we on the same level Mm -hmm. Right, like if yo, I could so just get in front of him. Yo, if I could just get in front of Jay Z, he hear yo, me. Jay, I know Jay, yo. I, Jay, I know you watching this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know if I could just get in the room, like he'll right. remember me. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so now I get in a room and I'm with I'm with Hov and I'm like, Yo, Hov, what's up? Yo, you remember me? Creepy stare, <laughs> creepy stare. I'm creepy, like, you forgot about me last yo, night. You forgot look. about right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then now. The person who got me in the room with Hov is looking at me crazy because yep. they're like, yo, bro, I was about to make the intro. Like, why you... Now, now, now Hov think I'm a weirdo. Over eager. <laughs> right. So, now Hov think yeah. I'm a, a weirdo. Now he yeah. looking like... That's your man. Who man is this? this? Yo, how you even get here? How do you balance that, though? Because yeah. because here's the thing. It's like it's like that balance. If, if ego is one of the main things that stops healthy collaboration. Yep. However... We don't want to go into a route where where we feel like we we over humble. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right. like everybody That's got true. like if you if you, if you successful, there's some form of ego that you have a healthy yeah. amount of oh, ego. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, you right, have. right, all right. So how do you balance the healthy amount of ego? With the ego that blocks collaboration. Oh, that's a that's good. You though. know what? That, that's good. That's good. Now, now here's I'm gonna definitely speak for myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I started doing what I wanted to do was teach for people. Yeah. And I knew that out of state real estate, there was nobody I could refer to. Yeah. There was literally nobody on no social media, nothing that I could refer to. Right. And I said, I want to start teaching it. Once I started teaching them four people, I felt good about it. I knew I had an alarming amount of knowledge about it. Yeah. But one thing I knew I didn't have knowledge about was how to get my message to more people. Mm. Yeah. So what do I do? I completely go, I'm reaching out to Ash. Yeah. Yeah. Like me and Ash didn't have a relationship we had now, yeah. but I humbled myself to be like, yo, Yo, my guy, what's going on, man? I know we yeah. play ball together, mutual friend. But I want you to teach me how to get this message to people. Like, yeah. I got something here. Can you help me? Like, I, I want to do this. And I was like, yo, just watch what I'm doing. You know, and, and he watched it. I sent it to him. He hit me back like, I bet. You know, and on top of that, he understood that I had a, a wealth of knowledge that could help him also. Yeah. So he's so, like, yo, how you do this? Tell I, me more about it. I don't, I don't like, want them to miss this, me. though. I'm not going to yeah. cut you off, but I don't want yeah. them to miss this. Before you brought and came to the conversation with Ash because right. he had something that you didn't have, you right. humbled yourself enough to know that the ego was in, I know that can't nobody do this out of state like I do, but I also know that I'm not the best at getting my message across. Yes. I go to Ash. I don't want people to miss. You didn't just go to Ash. You had a relationship that you built. This is the importance of relationships that yeah. you're building over yeah. time yeah. so that when you do collaborate, your name is hell high. Yeah. So, like, talk about that because, like, before you went to Ash for the collaboration conversation, right. swallowed your ego, came to Ash. Right. What type of relationship did you have? And what type of you one of the best people I know at like maintaining relationships with nothing. Yeah, yeah. There's people that you could have went to right. easily. Cause you've been, I mean, I ain't gonna talk a lot about your history, but you 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 got a history where you know a lot of people. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you ain't never 
said, look, let me leverage these. You couldn't leverage them, but you but like, you didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I would never do it. Like, what's, what's your what's your process in building those relationships so that you can go to somebody, go to like, somebody. Ash, Ash, like Ash and Ash like bet? To 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 get into Ash and also just a little bit before hey, that. Yo, that's no, fine. I just, <laughs> I'm a you know mean? Like, to say that. You know, I, I was in the music industry, so I know a lot of people. And what kept my relationship good good with these guys to this day is that even when I was in the business, I was always doing things for myself. Yeah. Like I would never call them to go, yo, where you going to be at? Get me on the list. Yep. Like, I would show up on my own. I would yep. pay to my flights. Friends of mine were shooting a movie in Canada. He's like, yo, I'm doing my movie in Canada. Da, da. I said, yo, have fun, man. You know, I'm going to be a little busy. What I did, I flew out there and met him on the set. Yeah. You know, my guy's performing at a spot. I'm not saying get me on the list. I'm paying to get in. I'm going to be there. And then when he come in, yo, why you ain't tell me? Because now that shows a different level of respect for each other, yeah. and now they take the calls, or now they want to make sure you set or you straight or whatever. You know, there are so many scenarios that I could bring up through the course of music, which yeah. allowed me to have great relationship. I have a relationship with guys where we used to, you know, come to my house, and we would be, and it's the early 90s, so we'd be at my house talking about the third Chakai before the, the 2000 hit. And, and it, it will, you know, I, I talk about a few of my guys, just not to name drop them, but it'd be like Busta, Q-Tip, guys like that would be in my house. And we wouldn't talk about music, though. Mm -hmm. Like, we would talk about the evolution of us as men. Mm -hmm. Where do we think, we, you know, society was going into? And that's why I, we value those relationships and those conversations until this day. If I see them or we text or message and ask, you know, mm -hmm. you know a certain couple of scenarios, it's yeah. like... Storm, yo, yeah. yo, and I'll be like, yo, tip, because we could see each other as not a user. Yeah. You know, mm. we could catch eye contact and a crowd of people, and it's like, yo, hold up, that's my guy. Yeah. And it's vice versa. We have an ultimate love that's over 20 years yeah. for each other. And they know I would never reach out to them to ask for any single thing where they would have to duck or hide. Yeah. Yep. Never. And the same way with Ash, we cultivated, we played ball together. And even when I saw Ash doing his thing when he moved to out here to Atlanta and he's on social media doing his thing, I said, I'm not reaching out to him to ask for help. I want to build out something so when he does look at it, he goes, wow, yeah. you did all this on your own? Wow. And that's how I got into that spot. But I also want to give a major shout out about collaboration and, and something to EYL and him 500 with the recession proof because that relationship on collabing is collaboration is something that's going to reverberate. And I wanted us to look at that and go, that power of that, yeah, that isn't huge. just isolated yeah. to them. Yeah. That's going to impact all of us. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you, when you have a group of, it's sort of like the, uh, the ocean, right? And, and when people build the dam to stop that force mm. of, of water that's coming, what they do with the dam is now they, create certain compartments that the water could come through because now they can control the water. Mm -hmm. and that's what society has done for us as oh, a people. Oh, that's a bar. Look, I'm, I'm taking it. They, <laughs> they controlled us by building a dam and now creating yeah. different columns that we can come through as mm. smaller groups mm. and now tell us how to think. Mm. Yep. Right? That's good. But now, once we say... Nope, we're not going to create these separate columns. It's not going to be. It's not going to be just the EYL. It's not going to just be the recession proof. It's not going to be the path of prosperity. It's not going to be all these other ones. Well, them two said, guess what? We're going to break down the wall between us. Yeah. And now, guess what? That water pressure flows strong now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. 
Hopefully, others will see that and go, guess what we got to do now? We got to break down that wall between us yeah. with them. And now that's three more yeah. that could created a more powerful force of water. Yeah. Yeah. And once we eliminate the whole dam and the water is, it's come just, on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, down? no, that's, that's, that's powerful. Why do we allow them to build the wall and break us up? Yeah. And that... We got to understand key things is stop be, stop being afraid to tell the next man how to be successful that yeah. looks like you. Yeah. yeah. Stop being afraid to tell somebody else that you don't know who has more knowledge than you that they're smarter than you yeah. and you need their help. Yeah. Right. Stop being unwilling to pay that money for mentorship that will help you grow. Yeah. And stop saying, oh, I, I could just go to Google and YouTube and yeah, I could yeah. learn it all. Yeah. You're going to be more proud of yourself learning something in three months when you could have paid someone to help you learn that in one week. Yeah. Especially if somebody looks like you, you're second guessing their knowledge based on the color of the skin and it looks like yours. Yeah. But you're willing to pay somebody mm. else who looks opposite of you more money than a person who looked like you was going to yeah. charge you. And, and, that, and that's years and years of damage. That's yeah. years and years of being told that we, you know, it, it's 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 being told we, we, we weren't ish. It's looking at, um, you know, these spaces, these, these spaces that were created. And in these spaces that were created, if you only see one like you, then you think that there's scarcity. Right, yeah. and so there, there isn't this level of abundance thinking. Um, it is this. I mean, to be honest, it is this also this culture of um, of attention, this attention culture, right? Because what happens is when you see somebody online, right? Online is the is the only place now, like social media, where you really don't have to do the thing to say that you've done the thing, mm. right? So, so say that, that say that again, yo. Social media is is the only place where you don't really have to do the thing to say that you did the thing. So you learn something about you go to a class and you learn about crypto. All of a sudden you're a crypto expert. Now you're a crypto expert you're teaching the world. It's, or you, you could just, just heard about but it. But you disappeared. And now, you're now the, the crypto bars. is is done. Exactly. But you was you was like the top. <laughs> you was the top. You was the you was the top expert on crypto and yeah. NFTs. Right, you even had you had you had a you had a uh, 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 you a had a eight. program that, that, that the website not not around anymore. Exactly, right. Now you, you, a, now you, you talking had about an something else. Avatar, right? <laughs> you had an ape as your avatar, and then that, and now all of a sudden it's, right. it's, it's back it's back to you, right? And you and you had a website <laughs> teaching people about NFTs, and then that NFTs <laughs> is not around. And so and so you know that's one of the things, right? Like like I like I'm from I'm from a from an era where. You really had to do the thing. Like you could not talk mm, about a thing yeah, if you didn't bro. do the thing. We gonna and, quiz you, right? You 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 were quizzed. You yeah. were tested. Like you really had to be that guy to say you that guy. But now, you know, because social media shows you highlights, you can see all of the different highlights that somebody else is doing. You're like, oh, okay, Little Wayne has tattoos. Oh, Little Wayne has dreads. All right, Little Wayne talks like this with a white cup. All right, so I'm so I'm Little Wayne now. So I'm gonna get dreads. I'm gonna get tattoos. I'm gonna get a get a white cup. And now that's what it takes. But no, nah, that's not what it takes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it takes it takes more. And I think that that's, you know, you know, you know, part of, you know, you know, this this um, attention, yeah. you know, space. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah. That's it. I think you just said it. I think so many people are attempting. This is what blocks collaboration too. So many people are attempting to be somebody else. Facts. Yeah. That they forget. That true power comes from their own. Just being yourself. Yeah. Their own free will. Their own independence. Absolutely. Like that's what sticks out. Like yeah. I can never be better than Ash yep. at, at being, being Ash. Ash. Right. 
Like, Ash is Ash. Right. Mm -hmm. I can be better at Ash than being me. Right. Exactly. Because I'm me. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. what happens is you get, you get, um, and this is what blocks the insurance industry. When I started in the insurance industry, it was a collaborative force. Yeah. Like, State Form dealt with the auto insurance. Mm -hmm. Like, somebody else dealt with the stocks and the bonds and the mutual funds. Mm -hmm. Somebody else specialized in the insurance. Somebody else specialized in and, and, and options and mm -hmm. all the different things. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is instead of, so I would need to go to my CPA mm -hmm. and be like, look, we need to collaborate. I got a client. I want you to do the CPA work. I do this. Now we exchanging collaboration. We both got good clients. That's better for us all because I'm working with five people. They know people I'll never know. I know people they'll never know. So we all grow because of it. Mm -hmm. But what happens is people say, well, why am I giving up mm -hmm. the money for the CPA fee when I can be an advisor and I can be the CPA and I can get the CPA fee. Mm. But they missing the point. Like, number one, you can't be the master of everything. Right. You're going you right. to have do everything by trying to be the master of everything. Yeah. And number two, you missing all of the relationships that comes from the collaboration exactly. with the other people. Yeah. So now I'm trying to be, I can be that CPA. Right. I can be that options trader. I can be this, I can be this, I can be this, and that's going to make me more powerful. It's going to attract me to more people. No, it's not. Right. Because you ain't the expert on nothing. Ain't exactly. nobody going to want to do business with you. It's not going to be that sustainable long term. Why don't I go and say, you know what? Storm is better at real estate yep. than I am. Yep. That's okay. Ash is better at out of state. I mean, at better at um, books and authorships and creating um, digital products and different things like that than I am. I'm better at becoming your own bank and teach people how to leverage life insurance. I'm not going to, I do real estate. I got mm -hmm. 422 units of real estate. But why would I be the real estate expert when that's not what I study all day? Mm. Yeah. I invest right. passively. Yeah. Other, I use other people's knowledge for that. But now when I come to you, yeah. I come to you, you come to me, mm -hmm. we join together. Now all of a sudden we create something that's way more powerful than we ever could have did ourselves because we never attempted to present ourselves as a person who knows everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. think it has a lot. Uh, to do with the, the inner of the way people think and go, I want to find the shortest path to do something. Mm -hmm. And they want to uh, imitate, which is highest form of flattery, is, mm -hmm. is what they see. Yeah. But it's hard to imitate something through the visual. Right, because like, you, you don't know nothing about it. You don't you know, know what they went through. And, and right? your you ego don't know tell you you yeah. know it. Yeah. Like, like, yo, and that, that's the biggest form of ego to me, yeah. is to look at something and say, oh, I could do that yeah. when you don't have all the information. Nah, you right? don't have what's it's one, contained in that vessel. It's one thing to vessel. say you could do something when you know all of the information, right? Yep. And so if I if I look and I say, okay, I I bet we got a room, we got tables, we got microphone, we got these type of cameras, we got this, blah blah. blah. Even in knowing all the information, that yes. doesn't make me the expert. No, Ego no. is why ninety percent of entrepreneurs mm. fail. Agreed. Facts. Because, I agree. Because what they do. Is they is they discredit the system that they yep. came from. They discredit that job and the structures yep. and everything that that job put into place that makes you replaceable. Exactly. Yep. Facts. They think, oh, I'm the most talented person in this office. They Yo. can't replace me. Yeah. And then you no. leave and, and then that they, business go, go up through the roof. <laughs> and then you are struggling entrepreneur because you don't realize yeah. that it, it didn't take you. Yeah. It took the systems and the structure. So yeah. you come in thinking that. I'm the most talented person, so I can be an entrepreneur. Not realizing that it don't got nothing to do with your skill set. It's an entirely different knowledge level 
to build a business than it is to be a technician. Yeah. yeah. And to yeah. do the thing. You know, but, but I think it's the millennials' fault, though. Yeah. Bro, I'm just. <laughs> listen, uh, I'm not going to get yeah. into that too I heavy. Think, look, I think, it's, heavy, I think heavy, heavy, I can heavy. leave our millennials alone. No, no, no. The younger look, generation. No, no, but you know what, though? Because I'm actually, a, I'm, I'm a millennial. I'm an OG millennial, right? So I started I started the Hold millennials, up, right? What is, what is OG millennial? Because, oh, because I'm like, I'm I, it's my oxymoron. No, I'm an OG millennial because it means this. Raised by wolves, but you a dog? No, you're raised. It's, it's wolves, almost that. A puppy. It's almost that. Like because I started the millennials. Like I started it. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? Like my year. Man, that's you know ego. You ain't starting nothing. Yo, I started that beat. Yo, <laughs> yo, I put the whole millennial generation I, on my back. You look up millennial, <laughs> you'll see my name. Hey, yo, hey, you, yo, me. you Google millennial B, you gonna see Ash Cash B. <laughs> nah, sorry. but but because I, you know, I was the 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 beginning of the millennial generation, right? Mm -hmm. What happens though? Is that there was a generation before us, so right. a Generation X, right? I don't know what, whatever, whoever was before millennials. So I learned my first time going into the workspace uh, as I was coming up. I'm being raised by by Gen, was it Gen X, Gen Z, Generation X. You you were raised yeah. by it's oh, well, Generation X. Then there's the millennials. The then there's baby boomers before X, baby boomers X, Gen, Gen millennials, and now it's Gen X. Okay, so who, so who's baby who's, boomers is our parents, right? And then so baby boomers, then so who's after generation X is me? Oh damn, Storm, I thought you was a baby Gen boomer. Gen Z, who's Gen Z? Gen Z is Gen Z is the youngest I now. I thought baby boomers started with you. Oh, so X, yeah, I'm talking about X. I'm talking about X, right? So what's, what's, X is no, baby what, what, boomers is our parents. What, what's what? a baby boomer? Baby my boomer. parents, my my. Like, no, Storm started baby boomers. Right, right. Wow, I, I'm so much <laughs> older than y'all. Shit <laughs> don't even make sense. Ain't even in my group. Storm started. Storm started the baby boomers, right? Look up millennial, you will see ass. Look Yo, up I'm gonna let y'all have that conversation because I'm older than y'all. <laughs> so, but look, no, so look, right? <laughs> now nah, you ask, right? So look, so it was your generation that that that. So it's y'all fault then. It's not the millennials' fault. So it's is is Dodge plan. It's y'all generation, uh, Generation X that raised the the younger or the older millennials. They raised the older millennials, and so while they raising the older older millennials. We kind of took a lot of y'all attributes, right? Where it's 50s like fifties raised the forties, right? Let's which just give it, it numbers. Which, which it was, which it was like, which it was like, yo, 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 like no participation trophies. Like when I played basketball, when I played AAU, if we came in second place, I cried. Second place is, was not good. Yep. No, we didn't know. We, oh, you're all winners. No, we're not. You're a loser. I was a loser. But what generation does that now, right? The millennials the, after you. Yeah, after you me. spoil, y'all spoil y'all your children. My my nah. group, the fifties nurtured y'all the forties, right? Nah, was... Then the forties is the thirties who got who got really it's, soft. It's Marvin's generation. Y'all yeah, argued about nonsense. Look, people want to know it's, about collaboration. All right, yeah. so, all right, best, so let me go into that. So, so let me go yeah. into that. <laughs> Touching into the no, soul. no, but no, wait, 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 real quick before we before yeah. we get off of that though, the reason why I even brought it up, right, is because. I think that we have to we have to get into a space in order to be to understand that sometimes it's timing, right? Um, even when it comes to collaboration, because mm. a lot of times, so like even right now, and I and I, and I that's I don't want to paint the picture where I'm like, all right, collaboration, 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 and then now everybody is like, yo, I want to collaborate with you. First off, if you're gonna collaborate, you gotta have something to offer. I agree, and so 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 here, here's where it comes with the participation trophy mm -hmm. now, because now you have a generation of people who are, are all all of them are told they they dope. Yo, you dope. You could do anything. 
like like and this entitlement, entitled, yeah. right? Like I'm entitled to be in the room. So now, because you're even in the room with me, yep. I put in all this work, right? I put in this work. I, you know, built myself up to be a, a, a certain type of person. And the type of people I'm looking to collaborate with are other people who have done work. And so now I see somebody who is probably going to come up. They they starting to do work, but because they feel entitled, because they're in the same room with me, mm. they feel like, oh, I'm, I'm where Ash is right now. And so now they're like, oh, I'm in this room, so Ash put me on. And I'm like, nah. Now I'm a hater. Now, yo, to all the people that try to block me, yo, all the people that didn't want to want to see me yeah. shot, bro. What are you talking? Who are you? I bro, don't even know your name, fam. Like, how, how do you? How do you? How do you? How do you smell uh, entitlement, though? Let, like, I, let, 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 me, let me give you. A, let me give you a, a look at it from the from my side, right? Yeah. I had my father, who told me about the importance of real estate, but he wasn't able to buy real estate. Yeah. So now that message is in my brain. So now I actually have the opportunity to buy real estate. I learn about real estate and I buy real estate. Now for my children, I actually give them the information that I work hard to achieve over the years. And now I give it to them in short form on how to actually get real estate. I don't buy them real estate. Mm -hmm. I give them all my years of knowledge right there and go here. Now you have the knowledge, you go get your real estate. But now my children, when they get the knowledge and buy real estate, what they're going to do for my grandchildren is not give them the knowledge. Mm. They're going to go buy them real estate. Mm. See, they gave them a crutch. Mm. I got the knowledge. That's the problem with that generation yeah. who, who says, I didn't get the award mm. and I felt the pain of it, but I was taught how to shoot a good jumper. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't achieve. I don't want them to feel that pain to have to learn how to shoot a jumper mm. to get an award. I'm just gonna give them an award. Mm. And what happens to See, those kids that, when they just get when they yeah, just or get? But here's it. the thing: what's gonna happen to those children is saying I'm doing nothing wrong because my parent gave me the award. Yep. But the problem, what we need to look at, is how that impacts the next generation exactly. after, and that generation who now got the award, and now that child after them. They're going to be the generation who takes no responsibility yep. for anything else and yeah. handed anything and down. And they can't teach it to because they can't teach nobody. nobody handed down the teaching and they, aspect. Look, nobody handed down the teaching. Now they, now they have this false mm. sense of entitlement. Now they're depressed, right? Because now they, 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 they were like, oh, I was told I was a winner. So now when their bank account don't look like a winner, when their, you know, when their, when their, their job title don't look like a winner, when what they're doing every day don't look like a winner, they start getting depressed. They start, you know, now you got drugs. Now you got Goes all Goes into things. music. Yeah. Remember when, when, remember when the, the unfortunate story of hip-hop was the drug dealer, I'm a drug dealer, I'm a drug dealer, I'm a drug dealer. To, I'm a drug user, I'm a drug user, Crazy. I'm a drug user. Now it's, I take pills and I'm depressed, I'm depressed, I'm depressed. Yeah. And then it goes from depression to going, I'm thinking about killing myself, killing myself, killing myself. I'm like, yo, how did right. yeah. the decline of music and, and, and uh, you know, that machizo and the, the community and wanting to change mm. from getting drugs out the community. Now drugs is highlighted in the community. Now I'm a drug user. Now I'm a drug. I'm afraid now, of the future. Y'all respect I mean? the one that got shot. So it's a different story. It's a different story. And, but 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 that but that's yeah. the thing though. That I think I think that it all, right? It all, if we all circle it back, it all goes to ego. Oh wait, I got I gotta get one 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 thing in two yeah. that I, I always like to, you know, tell my family, kids, and grandkids, and stuff like that. It's it's being able to stop saying 
I want my kids to have a better life than I mm, did. I like agree. We, I, we have to stop I saying agree. that. Yeah. Because you turned out all right. Facts. You turned out to be a strong provider to gain knowledge. Facts. So anytime you keep saying, I want my children and I have to struggle to do the things I've done, you're actually creating a crutch yourself. I want them to go do some work. I want them to understand. I don't want them to have this thing. So stop feeling like you're giving them these luxuries, these toys, these exits, these mm. opportunities, these trophies, yeah. are saying that I want them to have a better life than me. So when That's you, not it. When you just said passing on the teaching, but also the struggle. I know struggle you have. We skipped skip, 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 yeah. skip past that, but like, but like the struggle is... So what's that balancing act? Because you you do want them to have some of the struggles that you have, but but also our job is to make it, and this might contradict what you just said, is to 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 make it uh, there's a new new life, new way. We want to make it in some ways, we want them to have the struggle, but we also in other ways, we want it to be make it smoother, make the path smoother. Right. So what's that balancing but, act? But, but here's what I would say, right? Is that your, your kid, your next generation can't struggle for the things that you struggle for. Right. Right. That's, so, that's... so I, so I, so I grew up in a low income household, and we struggle to eat. Mm. My daughter will never struggle. My daughter, my son, will never struggle to eat. Right. Guess what? Guess what? Though my my son is seven years old, and he says, "Dad, how do I make money?" Mm. Right. And guess what I do? I make it easier for him to make money. My wife and I. Um, you know, we, we're writing him a book. He's seven. He can't write his own book. So we're going to write him a book. Uh, it's called Ash Loves Cash. Available? No, I'm sorry. It's called, <laughs> right? We're going to write him a book. His, his name is Ash as well. We, we, we call it Ash Loves Cash. Guess what? My wife and my son are going to go to a book fair. And they're going to they're gonna set up a booth. And my seven-year-old is going gonna, is gonna to sell the book. He's going to struggle, though. Exactly. He's going to struggle talking to people. He's going to struggle selling the book. But that is going to be a whole different type of struggle than what I had to struggle exactly. with. Like, and then when he gets older, mm -hmm. right, he's going to be a multi-billionaire. My daughter's going to be a multi-billionaire. And guess what? Their kids are going to say, you know, I want to, you know, I don't know. I, I want to create a, a, a planner on Mars. Right? Yeah. And then, and, and then they're going to have the money to build a planner on Mars. But guess what? It's going to be new to them, so they're going to struggle. So struggle is not a bad thing, right? It's only bad when it's cyclical, when it's when it's a, when it's three sixty. Same struggles. It's over the and over same over struggle again. over and over and over again. I think that's the point where we want to make sure that 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 the road is smoother for our kid, but not the same road. Yeah, but you got to hand out. See, the problem comes from not sharing the stories yeah. to give the struggle. Like, I got the stories from my mother, and, you know, I told yeah. you the stories about two generations from slavery and how, you know, when they got kicked off the plantation, they walked 15 miles, they had to build in a shack, and it was 11. And, like, I heard those stories. Yeah. I seen the tyrannies. I, I got that. Yeah. So now I share the stories with my family, with mm -hmm. my children. I want them yeah. to be able to now share that thing yeah. so when they think that you really going through something, yeah. you ain't going through nothing. Oh, yeah. When yeah. they always feel like, oh, this is the worst. And I always Shh. say... Stop saying Man. this is the worst we've ever been through as a people. Nah, that's you know a fact. how annoyed I get <laughs> that, when they go, yeah. oh, this is the worst it's ever been for us. Like, imagine walking into darkness saying you're free for slavery. Go walk in the woods just for them to be waiting for you to catch the ones that couldn't run away. Mm. Like, imagine that struggle. 
Imagine being 11 in a shack when your, your mother tells you that, look, it's too many of us. You got to try to make it to the east, to New York, to Philly, to upstate New York. You leave with a stick, a, a, a napkin with some bread to leave and never to be heard from again because you didn't make it. Mm. You know, the st- like, imagine Man. those struggles. Man. Like, you ain't struggling because Man. you had to, you you was in a house and didn't have heat. Like, I told you the stories as a kid. Yeah. When we had a boiler break, I didn't have heat for, like, three years. Yeah. I didn't know no difference because right. I knew love. I knew ball water as a kid. Facts. I knew, understood. And guess what? That shit wasn't a struggle, B. Right. Me, because me, I heard the stories of real struggle. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to feel like you are doing a disservice by your child if you said, guess what? We're going to walk today in the cold and because the bus isn't coming. Mm. And they start kicking and screaming, I'm going to be in an Uber. Mm. Let's just walk five blocks. Right, right. right. What, what, what's wrong with walking? Yeah. We making it too easy. And you know what we fall back on? I don't want them to go through the same struggles I've been through. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we got to toughen them up, man. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got to toughen them up, but but even even beyond, you know, toughen the kids up, we got to toughen some of these adults up mm. too. Yeah. Right? Because at the end of the day, when somebody has an opportunity like 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 I see a lot of entrepreneurs or even people who have 9 to 5s, um they complain, right? They're complaining um, about struggle, they're complaining about how difficult it is when they have breath in their body, when they have an opportunity to do to like you know what I mean. People are dying. You know what I mean. People who don't have the, who, who wish they had the opportunity to even make one dollar. You know what I'm saying. And so a lot of and 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 just to kind of bring it back to when we think about like law of attraction and the laws. And this is why I keep saying you know ego is edging God out because you have this this space in your life where. You're allowing your ego to uh, to lead you, right? You have this. You, you have your ego to tell you that things are difficult, that things are hard, and 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 not showing appreciation for life. But just understand that the more you appreciate life, the more life you'll have to appreciate, right? Mm-hmm. And so the more you you stop focusing on lack and stop focusing on what you don't have and stop focusing on where you where, you know where, where, where you're not. Focus on what you actually desire. Focus on what you actually want. Focus on the 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 the. Uh, and I'm not even gonna say the positive things in life because again, if you truly believe, right? If you truly don't want to operate in ego, you understand that there is no negative or positive, right? All things are working in your favor, and so the struggle, the good times, right? In the words of the Honorable Curtis Jackson, joy wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for pain. You know what I'm saying? And so you need, you know, darkness to know what light is. You need pain to understand joy. Like, can you imagine if your your life was neutral? How could you, how could you, how could you ever, you know, uh, uh, enjoy anything? Yep. If all you know, like, if all you kept doing is winning, you don't know loss at all, <laughs> then you win and you're like, eh, it's, 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 it's expected. Good. It's expected. Expected. I, I want to jump in real quick before we forget about a uh, quick topic. The with the uh, syndications, yeah, the power of that, yeah, like collaboration. Syndication deals are one of the ultimate collaborations, especially in real estate. Yeah, like I, I talk a lot about buying real estate on a level of people with jobs. You get your yeah, yeah, anywhere from one to four uh, to a four unit. You know, I love to talk about that space for the workers. But what I really eventually, and I want to, of course, let the cat out the bag. I'm going to take y'all into a space of understanding the power of when I have you know the mentees get together and buy properties together 
is the ultimate space I want to put y'all in the syndication deals. Mm. When you hear someone says, I have 300 units, I have 1,500 units, I have. They don't have that by themselves. Mm. They're doing deals called syndication deals, which is one of the most ultimate ways to get rich in real estate. Mm. It's, for example, you have a 300-unit building going for about $4 million. You get 100 people together at, what's that, 100 people together at $40,000 a piece. Now you can buy that unit for $4,000, but it's someone who controls the deal, go out to get people to be in the deal, and the objective is to raise the rents, Mm. add value. And now once you add that increased value, you want to have an exit strategy within three to five years to sell that unit from four to maybe six or eight million. And now your money that you put in, for example, $40,000, you just sat home and chilled and invest. Mm. Now you're going to get a good payout on that after the exit strategy. Mm. So that syndication is an ultimate deal of partnering. And I want people to understand the value of that, which which I'm going to get more into teaching people about that aspect of real estate because I just, just don't want to become a homeowner, even a homeowner who doesn't manage real estate and have property managers. I even want you to get you so far as you don't have properties anymore with property managers. I want to get you into syndication deals so you can have the ultimate exit strategy to make the ultimate amount of money to now get into things like acquisition and mergers. You need to understand that there's always difference of differences in elevation of life and yourself and your family and understanding that what direction are you going to. Wait, let me break let this me, down real quick, though, yeah. right? Real quick, right? right? Because I just want to understand, and this and this goes back to collaboration. So you're saying from a syndication deal, if there's a building that costs $4 million, right, right and you put 1% of that $4 million, which is 40000 right. right, you're able to now, now you're a 1% owner mm-hmm. in this, this $4 million deal that you probably wouldn't be able to get by yourself 100%. anyway because you don't have $4 million. You got right. $40,000. So now you got 1% of, of this deal, but now you raise the rent. And guess what? As the as the cash flow comes in, as they raise the rent. Yeah, as whoever's they raise the rent, the deal, yeah. whoever's running the deal, as the cash flow comes in, your portion of that is one percent of of whatever that is. If they sell it, let's say they, you know, now it appreciates. They sell the property for eight million, and then now as a one percent owner of it, your take of of that one percent is eighty thousand yeah. dollars, which is now you just yeah. doubled your money. But and in the course so of that time, say, you've been collecting rent all right. the years. So the course yeah. of that, you've been collecting okay. your, your money. And so a lot of times, people are afraid to get into these these collaboration syndication mm-hmm. type deals. But understand that 100% of nothing is nothing. Right. Right? But if you do a collaboration deal, you do a syndication deal, you're able to now, it's 1%, but that's 1% of, of $4 million. That's 1% that's, of that's $8 That's big money. Shout that's out to good. my people in L.A., Charles, yeah. who yeah. I'm talking a lot about syndication yeah. deals. But that, Mark. Um, no, let me talk about how I got involved in syndication kind of step by step. So I've done about six syndicated deals uh, right now. And a lot of people think that when it comes to syndication that you have to be the expert yeah. in, in, yes. in, in syndication. <laughs> you think, I got to know it all. I got to know everything when it comes to real estate. I got to know everything. So that's that's not, that's not true at all. Mm-hmm. And it's a myth to think that, well, you're talking about these bigger deals where you're talking about 200, 300 units, let me start small first and build my way up. That's the bigger, biggest lie in the world because every single successful syndicator I know, and I, when I say, what was your number one thing that you regret about, about your real estate journey, about syndication? They say, I, I listened to the lie that I had to start small. Mm-hmm. 
they they all say the same thing that I could have went bigger faster if I would have known that it's the same amount of effort and the same amount of work. Mm. In fact, it's less work to go bigger. Mm. So it's less work to go bigger. It's mm-hmm. less work wow. to go bigger. And I'll explain when yeah. I talk about syndication. Yeah. Number one, when you get into bigger real estate deals, there's no there's nobody. I don't say there's nobody. There's barely anybody going out by themselves and buying three hundred a unit deals for it's all a partnership. Real estate is a partnership game. Mm, it's yes. a collaborative game. If you don't know how to collaborate, you don't know how to go big when it comes to real estate, but that's a benefit. Like for me, it was really, I had about five properties, but it was like, I was struggling with a couple of them. Like I was flipping one. I'm, I hate flipping, but I was flipping a couple of properties, went through that struggle of flipping, took all my time and my energy, flipped a couple of properties. No, I, I did. I, I had a couple of other units that I was doing, like a dog had jumped on a new new member's car, and then I just I had just got a tenant. I bought a house, just got a tenant, because I was going for the, the lower income uh, areas. So I had just bought a house, just got a tenant, <laughs> and then the neighbor, like two two days later, she was like, I'm moving out. I was like, what you moving out for? You just signed your lease. You can't move out. She was like, somebody shot at my son last night. <laughs> I was like, yeah. dang, yeah, I can't argue with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I come through a bullet hole through the window of the place. You know wow. what I'm saying? So that, that's that's kind of what I what I what I was into. So I was like, it can't be this difficult. So what I did when the when the um, COVID first happened, we I had time on my hands. So I did two things, and anybody can do this. The first thing that I did was I got me uh, a course on how it all works. Mm. The second thing I did is I joined me. A, once I read a b- book and got a course, just a little bit, of, it took me a week and a half, two weeks to gain this knowledge where now I can at least have a conversation. I know what an NOI, net operating expense, mm-hmm. is. I know what a cap rate is. I know how to at least have a conversation without sounding dumb, even though I still don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if somebody said, I'm like, yeah, yeah, cap rate. Like, yeah. I can have a conversation. <laughs> so that's the first thing that I did. I got some preliminary knowledge. I, I wasn't the smartest. But I could have a conversation. The second thing that I did is I joined a I joined these Facebook groups. You could join any Facebook groups out of state real estate. I don't know if you got a fa- you got a Facebook group about that, but you could join any Facebook group about syndications. So what that's gonna do is even though I couldn't go out and talk to people, I can be in the virtual rooms and I can see what the movers and shakers are doing. So now I place myself in the environment, and when things open back up, they got meetups. So now I can go place myself in the rooms of these meetups. And then the third thing that I did, I decided to pay for a mentorship in there. I paid 20 grand to be a part of a, of a, actually I, I paid $200 to be a part mm-hmm. of a virtual event that taught me these things. And then I actually accepted the offer, paid 20 grand to go into this particular program. And I actually, I actually talked to one of my friends once I learned it about doing the same thing and that's a whole nother story. He ended up not doing it first. Then he ended up doing it. And now he got like, he's a part of like 3,600 units. Right, you know what right, I mean? So right. anyway, I did those three things. And let me tell you how powerful this is. When you put yourself into the room, when you get preliminary knowledge, when you pre- don't pretend that you know it all, you go in. You don't go in like, I'm the expert. I know all of this. Mm-hmm. You go in saying, look, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I read this. I know this. I attended the class. I'm just like you. I'm just like you. All of these people don't know it all. Right, right, right. You, you don't have to be afraid of going into the room and be like, oh, I don't know everything and everybody. None of them know right. that much right. of anything. They all, the smartest people 
act like they don't know. Yeah. yeah. The smartest people know that they can learn from anybody. So they yeah. coming in, they learning from everybody, right? So then what I do is I made myself available to know that I'm looking to collaborate. I'm looking to do one of these deals. Mm. Where are you from? I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Mm. That's it, right? I literally had a post. Uh, it was a post in the Facebook group. I said, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. This is how I got my first deal. Mm. I was in a group for one week. We had a whole two month, three month curriculum to go through before we was able to buy, before we was really gonna go buy our first um, syndication. One week, somebody hit me up. Oh, you from St. Louis? Boom, I got a guy that's in St. Louis. Mm. Y'all should meet up. I'm like, whatever, I'm, I'm in St. Louis. So I met up with him, walked around a couple, a couple of his properties, right? Mm -hmm. And at the time, remember, we're not mentioning partnership, we're not mentioning collaboration, we're not mentioning anything. Actually, no, it was me. I had a property, and he said, let me go look at it. So he went to go look at it, and we was just having a conversation, mm -hmm. having a conversation about what's cap rate. Oh, I heard about the cap rate in this area versus this area. Like, I know you can force appreciation. Tell me about We having a conversation. I'm not pretending I know. I'm asking questions, mm -hmm. right? right? So any, anyway, we, we together for about 45 minutes, and we having a good conversation. It was good. So we said, hey, man, I'm going to go get some, um, get some breakfast because it was early in the morning. Let's go ahead and meet up. And let's have some breakfast. Like, all right, cool. I ain't got nothing to do. So we go out. We meet up. We talk for an hour and a half. We just having a conversation, not even about real estate, just about life. Then that's when it came up. He was testing me this whole time. Mm. That's when it came up. He said, man, I, I, I like you. I like what you're talking about. I see what you're trying to go for. Like, I know you don't have the experience, but you know what? I got this, this 76-unit property mm. that I'm in the process of looking at in the process of seeing if I'm going to underwrite it, I want to show it to you and let me know if you want to come in at like 34%. Because mm. there was another partner in the deal right. as well. Mm -hmm. So so anyway, I go in. I still don't know nothing, but keep in mind, you don't need a lot of money, believe it or not, mm. to get involved in bigger deals. Mm. Right. You need one of three things. You got to be super analytical and mm -hmm. know how to find a deal and know how to underwrite a deal, mm -hmm. if you know how to do that well, you don't need to have any money because people need your knowledge if the deal is going to work. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. You still might put some money in mm -hmm. simply because of the fact that I don't want to go into anything without no skin in the game. Right. So I'm going to put money in. There's been several times, like three of those occasions out of those six indications, I could have went in with none of my own money. But mm -hmm. I'm like, nah, I won't skin in the game. Right. But you don't have to. The second thing, second thing, that's the person who's an analyzer, the finding the deals. The second type of person is, look, I don't know how to analyze a deal. I don't know how to find, um, I don't know how to, you know, find the, dude, I don't got time to do that. But I already own a business. I happen to know people who might have some money. So what I can help help do is I can help fundraise mm. for the deal because there's two different levels to a syndication. You got the GPs, the general partners are the main people who got percentage ownership in the deal. They got more participation in the equity but the LPs are the people who mainly fund the deal. Those are the limited, limited partners. partners. The limited partners are the people who we go out and I say, hey, um, Ash, look, I got a deal. Like you earning 2% in the bank. Mm. We can help you earn 12% and you can get a little bit of equity in the deal. You just put up $50,000 to $100,000 into the deal and boom, mm -hmm. you, got, you got LP access to the deal. Bam. So now I can be the person that can help fund the deals. I didn't have to put in my money, but I funded enough, $2 million, to fund the entire down, well, not even two million, four hundred thousand to fund the entire two million dollar product uh, mm. uh, project with some cap X. But I found the four hundred thousand, which was enough for it. Then mm. I've got another partner in the deal. This partner, this dude, don't know nothing about real estate. He just retired early. He sold his business. He had ten million dollars basically sitting there doing nothing. And he's like, "Look, 
I don't want to be involved in this deal, but I can put up more funding. Mm -hmm. I can use my 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 banking statement for the banks because my banking statement looks good. Mm. So we're going to utilize him to make us look good for the banks mm. because they look at us all as a unit. Yeah. Mm. And the banks don't really care about how much money he had, but they care about the credit because when you're doing syndication, it's not about how much money um, the person has. It's about how much cash flow does the deal produce mm. right. because the, the, the deal should actually produce itself. So we found somebody who got that. And then so I was the person in that deal who was the person who I said, I can help raise funds. Mm. And I did. I, f I found three LPs. One person put in 100000 Another person put in 75000 Another person put in 75000 So because of that, and I put up $100,000 on my own. So because of that, I found the money for the down payment, the CapEx. I'm 34% yeah. in the deal. Mm. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I have a question. Because I want to. I put in $100,000 for, for a $2 million property, and yep. I'm 34% owner in the deal. Yeah. And so and so I have a I have a question, right? Because because as mm. you were talking, I'm like, mm, this syndication thing sounds good, right? Yeah. And so, like, you know, we, we gave the example of a $4 million property, right? And somebody puts 40% and they're 1% in. Um, More than likely, that person is not going to, unless that person funded, fundraised a whole lot of additional additional money. Yeah. More than likely, that person is not coming in as a GP. Exactly. Right. They're There's coming in as a limited, to partner limited partner in the deal, which isn't bad. Yeah. I prefer to be a limited partner. Silent. Now, you have no responsibility. Nothing. And, and so and so now, ju ju just for for clarity, right? So now. This person puts forty percent in, and that's all they do, right? So now they're they're a forty thousand. Forty thousand. Yeah. So now they're LP in this, right? But knowing that the property is four million, and knowing you know understanding banking, you don't have to give the bank four million, no, right? And no. so now, let's say if I if, if I and this is just hypothetically, mm -hmm. right? Let's say if I raised, I I got twenty people, right, to give me forty thousand, and so right. now I got eight I got eight hundred thousand yep. dollars. Which is twenty percent of the four four million. And you're probably gonna want to raise another couple hundred thousand for capex for for. Yeah, you want to do upgrades. Okay, right. So now you got twenty people, and then you let's say let's say let's say you're right. You raise another. Uh, you get you get twenty three people, right? And so that other you know one twenty thousand is to fix it up or whatever the case may yeah. be. Now with just twenty three people, um, and you give each of them this one percent of this four million. That's only twenty three percent. So now there's not e not even that. So so we looking at this wrong. The only percentage of of ownership, really and truly, is the general partners. Right. So I own thirty four percent. Another person owns thirty three percent. Another person. So the way it's but what are you promising the LP though? The the limited partner. When you when you do exit. That's the exit. Yeah. Okay. That's the exit with limited partners. This is what you promising. This is what you promise. So there's different ways to. First off, there's different ways to structure this. Yeah. Right. So I can go in. I've done multiple different ways. So yep. Don't go first, too deep in the weeds on them. We, we don't go look, too I'm, deep in the weeds. I'm ready, though. I'm yeah. like, syndication Don't go deal. too deep. We, we want to show the power of syndication because I'm going to start going deep in the weeds. And 100K yeah, yeah, right you, now. <laughs> you, you, you can go deep. You can, you can go deeper into Simi. it, but like to, to keep it high level, yeah. high level is is um, the split is going to be 70-30. 70% um, of equity is goes to the 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 GPs, for example, thirty percent goes to the limited partner. The limited partner. But but so, what I, but but I guess what I what I was trying to get at is the limited part. I mean, the general mm -hmm. partners could actually get this seventy percent without putting up no money, though. Yes, but right. Yes, but but, but if, if, if for yeah. me, yes, but okay. Think about it. 
if I got me a, a a property, right? What I'm promising the LPs is that in some cases we can give them a higher rate of return, but they have no equity in the deal. Exactly. They Sometimes, only get paid on the exit. Yeah. So they don't get paid on the exit. So they can say, I can say, I'm gonna give you 13 percent. Mm-hmm. To you, like thirteen percent of my money, it's making one percent at the bank. That right. sounds good, yeah, right. But you don't get paid on the exit. But as long as we in this deal, boom, gotcha. you got. Or I can structure it to where I can say you get seven percent or eight percent, but you get some of the upside of the equity when we sell it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. And and maybe part of that thirty percent all goes to the LPs, and they get a percentage of that equity deal when we sell yeah. it. Now, I can cho- we can structure it. We can choose. They can d- depend on how to do it. But the whole point of it is. It's a matter of what what you do because they not re- you're a limited partner, which means you really not your you. We want to inform you about what's going on, but you really have no say have so no in all say, the decision making process. Your money is being yeah. invested by somebody else. The, the GPs are doing all the work. They yep. gonna bit the bulk of it. You're yep. gonna get yeah. some. You're you're gonna make more than what it would have been in the bank. Yeah, but you're silent, and that's the part where I really want to educate real estate people at where you yep. can invest in these syndication deals. Where your money is going to make you money, you don't have to worry about it. You yep. ain't got to do nothing. You ain't doing no thinking. But now here's the thing: where I don't want anybody who's in real estate to start going, "Oh, I made up my mind. That's what I'm doing." Yeah, that doesn't create generational wealth. Mm. It doesn't create a legacy. Mm. You want to have real estate in your portfolio so you can hand that down to your legacy. I want you to use this as an investment tool. Mm. You're buying into syndication deals to help streamline and make you more money where you don't do any work. But you can't take that hundred unit building and hand it over to your family. You don't mm, own it. Yeah, yeah, so it makes sense. We are talking about collaborating to make great money. Right. To make your money make more money. But I never want you to say, oh, I got it all figured out. Cause yep. now you're thinking self-wealth again and then I lost you. Yeah. I want you to understand why it's important for you to get your own real estate. Why it's important for you to own quads, duplexes, single families, and leave them in the trust forever or as long as you want to. Because that's the transition of change legacy. Syndication is investments, and your money make your money can make a lot more money, but I need you to remember, it's all about your legacy. Yo, y'all, this look, we gotta drop. I you. learned a lot of a lot of powerful information. I know y'all learned mm-hmm. a lot of powerful information. Yo, we might have to do something no, else. No, we gotta more. end with a path of prosperity gym. Path oh, of prosperity gym. I don't gave all mine away. Look, we need a gym. We need a whole look, episode just so on here, breaking down. So, real here, estate, so here's though, what I'm gonna sure. say. Look, here's my gem. Here's my gem. My my path of prosperity gem of the day is that when you learn new information. Don't just jump into that information and just do it, right? Because I know I just joked about having 100K and I want to get into a, a syndication deal. But based on what these this information that these gentlemen just gave me just now, I realized that there's more to it. There's stuff that I don't know, right? There's stuff that there's different ways to structure the deal. But also, how do I know it's a real deal? Like, what are the what are the things that's going to secure me? If somebody said they can give me 13%, how do I know as an mm. investor how to, to be able to analyze? Even though I don't know all about it, but how do I know who to give that 100K to? How, how do I know the, the different provisions that need to be done, the paperwork and all these different things that need to happen to make sure that, you know, they not capping about the rate. Yeah, y'all ain't get that cap rate. All right, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? I love that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and so, and so, I, yo, that boom, boom. But so, so, uh, my, my the prosperity gem of the day is to do your due diligence. When you hear information that sounds good, just make sure you are getting it from a trusted source and you're doing your due diligence to make sure that you are protecting yourself from those who want to cap on the rate.
Mark, you could so, get. So, so, get so my gym, he's he taking notes over there. I, so, I forgot my, my gym. I my had gym, it say, <laughs> I, I, that happened to me all the time. Let me hurry up and say mine. Forget my my gym is this. Never underestimate the power of just one relationship. Mm. Never underestimate the power of just one relationship. I knew, in that example I used earlier, I knew absolutely really nothing. I had no experience. I read a book, but I had no experience in syndication. I developed a relationship with one person, not attempting to use him for anything, but attempting to get to know him because I'm building up my personal network. That relationship turned into... Uh, a big 76 unit when I had never did anything past um, two units before that. So that turned into another relationship that he knew of somebody who had $10 million sitting in a bank that I met. That turned into me going to a general partner of a big, of a big financial firm who also went into the deal. And the relationships that came out of that set me on a pathway to where if I like right now, I'm a part of about 422 units. We just sold off a whole lot before that. But if I took this really serious and went down that path, I could easily have 5,000 units or be a part of 5,000 units right now because I took one relationship serious. So who is the one person that you can get to know that can lead you to a fortress mm. of, of opportunity? Love it. Man, all right. Y'all always put me on the spot for last, right? You see how they do me? You see how they do me? Um, my gym is well. Before I give my gym, I want to, I want to shout out three people. I know we don't do shout out, but I mention these guys, and we don't talk as much. And but our relationships are so great. Scratch, my partner, Buster and Q-Tip, guys who I haven't seen as much as I know that I've seen, but I've been out doing my thing. But that strong value those relationships mean so much, and I just want to shout you guys out because when we do, especially Scratch, man, you guys are those are my boys. Uh, my grown men homies. So my thoughts are, I ended on legacy, right? And what I want to say is, we use the expression for a lot of people that believe in, in uh, you know, religion and stuff like that. We're all a child of God. We're all a child of God. We all are children of God. And with that being said, we don't say, I'm a great, great grandchild of God. I'm a great, great, great grandchildren mm -hmm. of God. We are direct descendants because we're children of God. And if you have that mindset, you should say to yourself, as you look at your child, that every child that comes from your child is your child, mm. not your great-grandchild, mm, not your good. grandchild, not your great-great-great-grandchild. You should look at your child and say, all of the children that will be coming from my child, those are my children, and I need to act responsibly mm. and leave a legacy for all of my children. Mm. Drop good. mic. That's so why we love our baby boomers, y'all. I'm just joking. Um, yo, <laughs> the power of collaboration. This is the Path to Prosperity podcast. We help you make, manage, and multiply, multiply money. We're going to see y'all next time. Look, make sure y'all check us out every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standards Time. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Like, subscribe, share, do all of that. We're going to see you next time. Ain't God's will, though. And as and always... Always, Always seek, seek knowledge. knowledge. Let's go. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>